Chris, we'll start with you. Excitement level in terms of finally seeing some preseason football against the Patriots on Thursday night. My excitement level has to be, I think, for the other side of the football, if I'm being honest with you. I want to see how Mac Jones performs and how many snaps Mm -hmm. he's going to take. It's kind of a look at a rookie quarterback here. Is he the second coming of Tom Brady with the Patriots? Meanwhile, in Washington, I think we know what we have under center now. I don't know that there's been enough conversation about Taylor Heineke entering the starting picture Ryan Fitzpatrick essentially every season that he is the starter comes in and at some point gets benched right and that could happen this season or does Washington look and say we gave Heineke some money he's a millionaire now we also think he can start so how many snaps does he get as well or is it mainly Montez um I I have an excitement level it's the summertime you know I'm going to go to the Howard County Fairgrounds there's a fair going on and then I'm going to check out some football it's how the Thursday night's going to go yeah, well, you know, to piggyback off that, uh, to me, the quarterback of the future is not on this roster. So uh, we know we're getting in, in Fitzpatrick. He's going to, at some point, he's going to fizzle out. But he's got so many weapons on this offensive side of the ball, he's going to just be throwing the ball. Or he's going to have fun. Uh, whether it's Heineke or Allen that comes in after that. I haven't even talked about Allen. He's been, like, hurt. I don't yeah, even know. Hurt. George was talking about how he's not even playing, right? Well, he's hurt. Uh, Heineke was banged up a little bit the other day. Uh, but in terms of the quarterback, the quarterback of the future is not here. So uh, this is short-lived. This is a, a, you know, this is a B&B situation. They're here for a good time, not a long time. They're going to be here for a long time. So that's mm. cool. But in terms of, yes, I'm excited about it because you have, look at the wide receiver depth that you have. They're going to be very good wide receivers that's going to get cut. This secondary is deeper than it's been in many Which years. Which one's going to be cut, Jamal? There is, a, it oh, is deep. Boy. You're right. I think it's, uh, is it Harmon? Is it Gandy Golden? Is it Sims? Your boy, Steven Sims. Cam Sims? No, I think, you know what? I think Cam is. Cam has solidified himself. So I think we it, it's easier to look at who's here than who's not going to be here. So you got Terry, you got Samuels, Humphrey. You think Humphreys is guaranteed? Humphreys is 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 the only slot guy they got. I think he's on makes the team too, but um he is a little bit older now. Has he lost the step at this but point? But he's he's in a niche with what other who else you can put in the slot though, Chris? He is your solidified he Even is easily right now. Sims has a lot to prove. Yeah. Sims had one good season and now Carter, he has jumped up in the picture in terms of returning the ball and he's had a good camp in terms of catching the ball as a receiver so carter's in the mix you still have isaiah Wright. you drafted dax mill uh that room is diami i mean diami's not a slot no he's not going anywhere that's another one that's a lot diami brown is a lot he's a lot he's not going anywhere so now you're pretty much whittling it down to about two spots yeah and Harmon has looked good coming back off of injury. It's a good problem to have, but you know all these guys—they're not going to make it. And then you can put them on this extended 
uh, practice squad, somebody gonna snatch him. The secondary is also deep. One of the things I've noticed, Jamal, having this conversation with you a number of different years is we've been hyped about some of these guys in the past. And um, that's just the sort of ugly nature of professional football sometimes. It's that guys like Antonio Gandy-Golden, who I remember when he was coming in from Liberty and all the hype surrounding him and his ability to really catch the football and learning it there. And he had such a great catch efficiency rate his senior year there and his size. And it's like, well, just, you know, really hasn't seen the field. And he was a late round pick. So what do you really expect? So his problem is separation. He's got everything else. Yeah. Uh, if, if He's got a, a huge catch radius. If you put him in the red zone, he's going, you put it up there. It's 50, 50 every time hmm. it's downfield. We has a problem. He cannot separate. And that's the issue. But we always, like you said before, we always go through this this hype. But this team has more depth than they ever had in recent years. So yeah. it's not so much hype as mm-hmm. we're being realistic in the fact that there's a lot of good guys here. On both sides of the football, the offensive line is deeper than it's been. Secondary, we could never say that two or three years ago. Why receivers, like we said, a stack. Uh, I'm rooting for Patterson in terms of the running backs. Yeah, I think we all are. I mean, local kid rooted for right. Washington growing up. And I just remember as a betting man <laughs> taking the <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> game that he had eight touchdowns. And, right, uh, right. Knew I knew I covered that one. Yeah, what, 400-something yards or something? Yeah, it was something silly. ridiculous. And uh, Lamar Miller is not the Lamar Miller of old. So that's what I'm looking at is everything else – you know, they're going to be battles all over the field, all over position to position. Running back, I think it's kind of said. I think Barber has his spot. And, of course, you, you Gibson and McKissick. Mm-hmm. But do you keep three or four? And if you keep four, then that battle is specifically between Patterson and Miller. And I'm leaning toward Patterson. Guys, I want to get your uh, take on – what else is going on in the NFL? I don't know if you saw this, but on uh, Wednesday night, the Dallas Cowboys with one of the strangest tweets I've ever seen. Did you see this? They're no. Talking about, they're talking no. about Dak Prescott. <laughs> let me uh, let me read it from the, the tweet's mouth. So the Dallas Cowboys tweeted on uh, Wednesday night. Um, let's see here. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, yes, here it is. It says, uh, it's not a setback and it's not a reason to worry, but quarterback Dak Prescott is planning on getting another MRI. Mm. So take that for what it is. But if you're a Washington football fan, you're not, you're not rooting for somebody's injury, but this certainly creates uh, concern. If you're the Dallas Cowboys, even though they're saying that it's not a concern, right? That's a classic concern with Dak. And it seems like there's a serious problem there. It might be. If you saw any, of the earlier clips when he was in training camp, he, did, he wanted to roll out and it, he just didn't look right. Mm-hmm. Now the arm is fine. Right. It's the bottom half that, that is a question mark. Mm-hmm. He went on the roll out when they went to Oxnard, maybe first, uh, first or second practice and threw a bomb hit CD lamb, who is going to be an issue, but good throw. He did not look, 
Oh, he's so he good. Was, he was at Oklahoma. Oh, and he was very year. unnatural in how he was doing his rollout. There's something wrong with his knees. He's not right. Yeah. He's not right. Mm-hmm. So they'll sell that because they have what's just they gave him that money. You gave him that money. They, they have, have no money. backups. They have no backups. It's fascinating to me for a team that has Prescott coming off this injury. I mean, I think Andy Dalton's trash, but at least they kind of seemed like they tried to back him up. I mean, are you going to roll with Ben uh, Danucci again, the kid from JMU as the backup? Um, I mean, they just – I think they're bad anyway. I mean, I think these lofty expectations of them potentially winning the division are so outlandish. I mean, what have they done that they're so much better? Their defense still isn't that great. Their offensive line is aging. Great. Zeke's on a diet. Um, I, I Jerry Jones has, has not been a great owner and, and, and for 20 years. And this there's always the hype around this team. Um, I don't think they're any good. <laughs> but, I mean, the fact that they had to tweet that. Yeah, bad social back, media. It's going to come back and haunt them. Yeah. Yeah, right. No, no, no worries. You, you, you're my guy. You have the job, and then we're going to let you go. So, uh, yeah, that I thought that was interesting. Other thing that that blew me away was the amount of money that the Bills are playing are paying Josh Allen. I, I, I'm just blown away by that number. It's insane to me. How so? The how much they're paying him? I mean, it, that's the cost of doing business these days. Yeah. Two. What is it? 150 million guarantee. That's the biggest. Yeah. Ever. I mean, you look at what Pat got. The thing do you need to look at if I'm uh Baltimore or Arizona, dead bar said high now. Because you're gonna have to play Lamar, you have to pay Lamar, and you gotta have to pay Kyler. Yeah. So what he got that was uh pet homes ish. That's the neighborhood you got to be in now to keep these young quarterbacks. It's going that's that is the new bar that's set as a new bar of costing business of cause of playing the game in the NFL right now. If you have a young quarterback, that's it. You want to have the pony up? My thing with Josh Allen is their offensive coordinator, Brian Dable. If he has another Bills, let's say, go back to the AFC championship game or even the AFC division. Um, and, and the Bills have a top offense. I mean, he's going to be up for a head coaching job. And we've seen what sometimes these offensive coordinators tied to quarterbacks can bring. I mean, that just brings me back to Kirk Cousins here. Um, you know, oh, when he had, had the tutelage of uh, Sean McVay. And, you know, I'm not ready to call uh, Kirk Cousins a, a bust. But, I mean, if you said right now – you have Kirk Cousins as your franchise quarterback. Are you happy about it? I would argue no, right? Are we comparing Allen and Cousins? I'm just saying, like, a lot Kirk of times Cousins these offensive coordinators. To Josh Allen. I would say that outright. McVay got Cousins got. paid, and Dable might be getting Allen paid. Is, is what Allen, I'm... as a quarterback, is much more talented than Kirk. Kirk Cousins is basic. Yeah. Let me ask you this. What you see Josh Allen do, can Kirk Cousins do that? That's a good point. No. They can't run nor he can throw the ball. In terms of arm strength, in terms of accuracy, can he do that? No. 
that's where it lies. That's what the difference is. Kirk Cousins got where he's at right now and got the money he has, which was insane. Now, Frank, that's insane money. That guaranteed money is insane money because all his numbers, it's on paper. It right. doesn't it doesn't result in the wins. It doesn't result in the playoff appearances or Super Bowls. It's on paper. He's a paper quarterback. So he got that's where I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't have that money, but they gave it to him. Josh yeah. Allen is way more of a dynamic quarterback than Kirk Cousins will ever be. Yeah, I I agree. I just haven't don't know that I've seen like totally enough of Josh Allen to justify that contract. Yeah. But maybe they feel like they had to get ahead of it. It could have surged even right. more if he had a better year. Um, you gotta lock them up early now, T. The Pagulas have like a crazy amount of money, from what I understand. They're like taking like a loss on the saber, so uh, that helps when um, you're able to afford that. Yeah, well, you gotta lock you gotta lock these quarterbacks up early, T. Yeah, you gotta lock them up early. You have to. You can't wait. That's why Cousin was able to finesse everything he got out of, out of Washington and finesse what he has in. Uh, Minnesota, because we everybody dragged their feet. Not and, yeah. and I'm glad they did. I didn't. I didn't think he was the answer. He's definitely not the answer over there either. But when you have Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Rogers, those kind of guys, you have to lock them up early, because otherwise it's going to be. Look at what Rogers is going through right now. Not anymore. He's uh, on he, his he, way yeah, to only one year though. Yeah. That's one year. So do you want to have to deal with that? Or when you know you have a quarterback with that potential and that can take you to that space where Rodgers took the Packers, you got to lock them up right now. I don't know how that one is going to play out. I mean, I think that this is probably the swan song, and maybe he says he wants to pull a Brady after this year and explore his options, go back to California, play for the Raiders, things of that sort. Well, um, they're appeasing him. They they brought back Cobb uh, somehow. But, they're doing what they can to appease him. Uh, not saying that's going to be the be-all, end-all. Uh, they gave him some say in his future, and he might be gone after this season. But they are now trying to do what they can to appease him. Mm. Next thing is to pay Adams. They pay Adams, then hey, now they have a little bit of leverage. Guys, I know you guys are, are big into uh, the old uh, fantasy uh, chatter. Uh, I, I know that uh, with the NFL too, there's a lot of um, discussions about who's going to win more games than, you know, the number that's put out there. I keep forgetting it's 17 games, so I'm always thrown by that. Over-unders, yeah. yada, yada, a lot of, lot of, lot of uh, chatter about gambling and stuff. And, and I mentioned this on Twitter this week where I, I'm just sort of like, it's the middle of the summer and I, I, I turn on shows and, and all I hear, literally all I hear is just numbers and gambling and money. And yeah. I just want to bring it back to where it was fun, right? It's almost like it's just too much. It's when it was fun. illegal, right? Yeah, when it was illegal. So when <laughs> yeah, said, that's uh, when it was fun. And it was fun, right? Right, exactly. I There's totally believe it's happened. oversaturated. Of course it is. Already. It's already oversaturated. In like six months, it's incredible. 
because and the other thing the other thing Gian, is and we've told Jamal about this people will realize that you can't win you're not paying your car note uh by betting yeah. the cowboys on monday night exactly and how many people have that sort of restraint you know when it is just so easy to do now in maryland i can't believe actually in maryland that hasn't been uh green lighted totally at this point we do have football season here i guess there's been some hold up but um it will be soon and the state will make a lot of money and yeah. you know it's uh we'll see more of this literally all i hear is gambling talk i guess that's you know that's the new outlet one of the you know one of the companies in this in the broadcast racket it's going down that that alley hard and that's all they have all the time and it's just like at some point it just gets it's just too much let's just actually talk about having analysis of the game and the players and not the number right so I don't know that like football needs it like baseball needs it. You know, like people need to feel engaged with baseball. They, but like, I don't know. You just have so many old school football fans. Like, do, are, are you really bringing in? a? Everybody's going to watch football anyway. Do you really need to be like, oh, the over under and the spread? You know, mm-hmm. I, I'll go to Vegas for that information. There's plenty of programming out of there. Does it need to be so normalized that like we have, you know, hosts that are entertainers coming out and talking about overrunners and things of that sort that don't really actually back it up. That's kind of where my like uh, issue with it is, if you will. Isn't yeah. that any sport though? Yeah. Yes. True. True. You know, if you are a fan of any sport, you say, "What the hell is this?" Right. Who are I you mean, talking? Who am I talking? Right. I mean, you know, it's you know, I'm not a gambler. But, you know, I used to watch boxing a lot, and boxing has kind of fizzled out. Mm-hmm. But when they started putting, you know, the brands on the back, and I thought, what is this? Oh, I remember that, yeah. You know, I guess it, that, that's, it's over the top then. Mm-hmm. You know, it, gambling has been around longer than any of us just sitting here talking. Yeah. Uh, is it going to be here uh, when we're long and gone? Right. But... It's a little bit, and I agree with what you said, Frank. You know, a lot of people are like, what does he mean? It, it was when it was illegal because you didn't talk about it like that. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. in the forefront. It was just, it was done, and you had a little sad conversation, and that was it. But everybody, you know, you started putting boxes, putting suddensuch.com on their back, and JB Smooth is doing, uh, MGM commercials. Okay. I'm not a gambler. And even I'm not a gambler. That kind of waters it down for me. Yeah. But you do play fantasy, which is, yes, sir. is you know, sort of gambling. Uh, I, I well, to... yeah, sort of. Yeah. I'm gambling-ish. Ish, right. But I'm still gambling on myself because I picked the team. What, uh, what are some guys um, that you're looking at for this upcoming season in terms of, you know, I, see, that's the thing. I, I don't even know. Lord. The, 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 <laughs> I'll tell you what, I think I told you this. The last time I, I did fantasy football, I had to check the newspapers. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, Chief, look. This been, Frank has already taken himself out of conversation. Marshall Falk mm-hmm. was like my number one pick. Oh, <laughs> man. Thank you for the gracious, uh, gracious introduction. Hmm. We're going to do it like this. Week to week, we will go uh, position by position. You're going to start with QBs. So give me your first QB off the board that you would take 
given that no matter where you're drafting at, uh, one that's overrated and one that's a sleeper. Okay. Uh, I will go with I'm trying to take Kyler Murray Mm -hmm. anywhere because he is uh, obviously accumulating the rush yards and the passing yards. Um, Overrated. Uh, I will go with Ben Roethlisberger, and I don't even really know that he's rated very highly at this yeah, point, right. but if you're in two QB super flex leagues, uh, he's just really somebody I don't want really a ton of exposure to at all. I, I think he's in Phillip River shot put territory. Yeah. And then uh, somebody that's maybe underrated, not being appreciated as much, um, Jared Goff. I mean, he's still a starting mm-hmm. quarterback in this league that's going to be with a team playing from way behind. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's some opportunity for him. Over-unders, well, I think Washington football team's like eight and a half. Mm, yeah. Um, I, 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 would, I, would, yeah. I, I don't know. That, that's why they're there for a reason. But I, I, I don't – I would take the under because everybody's so happy go Jackie that they're going to be stupid and take the over. I got to see which way it's juiced to. Let me see because that's normally kind of an indicator as to which way I would go. Without looking at it, I would probably go over again just because – I think this division is so poor, and I think it'll be once again. I mean, the Giants have a pretty above-average defense. I'm just still definitely not sold on Daniel Jones. Philadelphia, the jury's still out on Jalen Hurts. And, uh, again, defensively, they're not great. And I just um, discussed my disdain for Dallas. So just for that reason alone, I think I would go with Washington over. Not that I think that like Washington's like a Super Bowl team, like some are willing to crown them because of their defense. I get it's good, but, um, yeah, it's juiced towards the over minus one twenty. So yeah, I, I would go Washington over. Okay. I think eight and a half is fair. Uh, but I'm not looking at the division. I'm looking at who the division plays. And you're talking about KC, and you're talking about Tampa Bay. You have some teams. You, week one, uh, Herbert's no joke. You had a charge of week one. So this. Oh, is I think they're going to lose that game. Yeah, I think they. I don't know if they're going to lose the game. It's not. It's not a walk in the park. And a lot of these games that they have. Why are the Chargers favored in that game? They're coming across the country. Um, one because o'clock start. I, I, I think it's weird. The, the Chargers, you had Justin Herbert, you get Ekela, you get Keenan Allen. And Washington is arguably the best defense in the league at home. Yeah, I, but they should not be they they should not be underdogs at home. Well, we're not we're not that sexy of a pick yet. They are. Yeah, they're well, I think they're sexy of a pick. I, I'm not. I'm not there yet. I think he's good. I'm not there yet. Calling crown in L.A. No, I'm not. I, to be honest, I think we win that game. But at the same time, this is not no nonsense team coming in here. Like they, the Chargers are a team to be reckoned with, and they showed that. So. You know, I'm not taking them for granted. And if you look at the schedule, it's a tough schedule. Because you mentioned no. the, the division. The division, eh, we can handle that. Mm-hmm. It's as like in college, it's the off-season schedule. It's the ones that's non-divisional. It's going to be the problem. 
But the good part about it is everybody in the division got to play them. So they got to play Tampa. They got to play Kansas City and all these other teams that we got to play. Mm-hmm. Our defense gives up, gives us a heads up. But at the same time, this def- this offense is very underrated. I don't care who's on the center. You have options all over the field. So Turner needs to go ahead and work his mojo and be like his dad. Because if he does, this gives everybody fits. And his defense is going to go in and solidify the other side of the field. And that's it. Mm. All right, before we before we go, what what are we hoping to see against the Patriots? Uh, I guess Ron, Coach Ron, says they're going to play you know a couple series or whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I just my my feeling about this team, guys, is that I think their defense, to your point, Chion, is 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 fantastic. I I just don't know how I feel about the cut and paste with the quarterback situation. Clearly, it's it's a uh, you know bridge move with Fitzpatrick. Uh, so I, yeah, I would like to see, you know, how are they going to? It's almost like coaching Russell Westbrook, right? Hmm. You know, he's going to make some god awful mistakes, but are you going to be able to take the good over the bad? And will that be enough for this team to actually be competitive and actually have a chance to go far in the playoffs? That's my big question going into this season. Yeah, um, I'm going to be watching out for the secondary. We know we've talked at length about the greatness of their front seven, but how good really is the back end? Do they have the depth? I know Kendall Fuller's been great and Landon Collins, a veteran back there. Uh, William Jackson, I think he's been kind of banged up, so doubtful he plays. But like some of the young guys there, if they need to step up because a 17-game season – they will have to play in some nickel dime packages. And so are they able to step up with the big boy receiver um, is what I'm going to be watching. To that point, see, versatility. Versatility is what this whole team and Ron has built to this point. So you left out St. Juice, which yeah. will allow Kendall to maybe play the nickel, where he's probably more effective. Yeah. Sam Curl, Jeremy Reeves, Bobby McCain, who can also play safety and nickel corner if need be. So this secondary is probably the most and DeShazer Everett, which I left out. Danny Johnson. Well, he's still there. Yeah, yeah he is. He's still <laughs> he, he's like a super duper senior. He's still there. Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, he's still there. So yeah, so this they had they can put together multiple packages uh in the secondary and also in the front seven what i want to see is all of the up front let's see how cosme does because he's going through trial by fire mm-hmm. you have to go up against chase and montez both sides of the ball on a daily basis our iron shop is iron is he's got he's going to get better he's oh he looks terrible but look who's going against quarterback situation it's fluid like i said before none of them are going to be the franchise guy going forward but you know 
this team is deeper than it's ever been. Uh, you got guys that are hungry. By the way, Chion, any idea what the spread is on the preseason? See, I'm not even paying attention to that. Yes, Washington <laughs> is favored by two oh, yeah. points. Uh, oh, so, again, going on the road, why is Washington oh, yeah. favored? Maybe Vegas knows a little something-something. Yeah. I would take the under in pretty much any preseason game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm taking the Patriots. 